0: The Good News from Gainesville, Georgia podcast. I will read from Mark one seventeen, and Jesus said to them, "Follow me, and I will make you become fishers of men." Please repeat with me, Mark one seventeen, and Jesus said to them. Follow me, and I will make you become fishers of men. The name of this message today is a hippie's brain hemorrhage. Amen. Exactly what it said, a hippie's brain hemorrhage. Tell your pray for the afflicted. And then have a safe place. And when I say that, that's crazy because that's I talk. When I was a little kid. I grew up in the late 60s in well, elementary school. You always hear about these TV people, you know, and then you see more about the movies. And you know, I guess it was more the boomer generation, which I guess I'm technically in that boomer classification. Actually, it's a later, because I guarantee I went with Bill Clinton and all them guys. I'm a lot younger than that. But you know that I say if they call it the end of that boomer gen- generation, you know what they call it? They used to you. Yeah. Dazed and Confused, the one in the 70s. But anyway, we used to see those. And the hippies especially, I remember in Herbie the Love Bug, they had these hippies and they always said, where am I? What am I doing? You know, these mystical questions. People are walking around thinking they're profound. Where am I? What am I supposed to do? What do I do? Purpose. Well, this is where it's going to give the hippie a brain hemorrhage. Jesus is going to tell them exactly, answer all those questions. And we want to jump off and talk about, you get an answer, but you know, sometimes it's wrong answer. Uh, I'll have a co-teacher at school, and you know what they'll do? They'll ask me a question, something to get out of the room. <laughs> and the answer, I'm going to put it up next year, just that poster that says no. And I'll just point No. No. Yeah. Guess what they'll do? They'll go to the other teacher. And all of a sudden I see them scurry out the door. And I say, what did they, they just ask me if they could leave. And go? The answer is no. They had to answer They didn't like it. And then they called back in. We call that the mommy-daddy treatment, right? right? Oh, yeah. If mommy don't want to let you do it. Go ask daddy. Daddy, go ask mama. Maybe get a little confusion in between there. Well, this is no confusion here. Some people, well, I don't understand. You know, some of those the ancient Hebrew, the Greek. You don't know, have to know that. You've got to hear the Word of God. Hear the Word of God. He gives exact directions. He gives us a call. He gives us a command. Again, it's Father's Day. We're worshiping our Heavenly Father, but we look at who's calling us, who's giving us these commands. Again, the scripture says, Is one having authority? Boy, we've learned you hate that word. We've learned. Somebody said, What's the number one problem with school? I said, Yeah, students usually hate the teachers. They don't respect the authority of their teachers. And then when we get authority, you go, oh no, is this like a police state? No, that's a, authority should be a protection order. How many divorced women if I heard said my husband did not what take care of me? There's other stuff people get into. We know all these sad stories. But the husband is supposed to be an authority to take care. Jesus Christ is our authority. He takes care of us. A protection order. He's called the what? The good what? Shepherd? Wow, we, we've messed it up with our, quote, brilliant thinking. One of the greatest things I've ever had the privilege to see was after the delivery of my granddaughter. Everybody's in there, and uh, you know she's. Golly, I can't believe that somebody have said that. We got big family <laughs> on her side, and grandkids. And then you know my wife's always got in. You know they do kind of the nurse or something like this. They, they said, "Hey, you want to hold her? She got it the first, I think. The baby. And that baby, you know, kind of doughy. You know, they kind of got these big eyes. And you go, oh, can they even see as close as we are? How far can they see? They're doing, it? it's like, you know, she's alive because she's breathing. And there's like both sets of grandparents, uh, <laughs> brother, sister-in-law, bunch of people, eight people, we're just all dancing around the room, can't get anything out of it. Come well, on, what's the room? Hello? I saw what they say can't happen. That head of that baby flips over, boom, looks at the father, eyes open up, she got facial expressions. She knew, what, spiritual or whatever, psychic, I don't know, that was her dad. One word, face change. Noises, eyes, everything. That little head was delighted. And Jesus said to them, Follow me. We look at Jesus in this Gospel of Mark. We're preaching through that. And I, if you're deep into the Bible, you're new to the Bible. The book of Mark is... I always say the, the drag dragnet gospel, the old TV show. Remember the? Just the facts. This is going to give to. Just the facts. Jesus, as we know, was baptized by John. Then he was tempted in the wilderness. We said 40 days. He knows our temptations. No, you know, So I'm just saying, I'm not trying to crush you, but spiritually you need to be humble to take this on. Nobody knows the troubles I've seen <laughs> what? He, he wore those filthy, nasty sins, those doubts, the hurt, that pain on the cross. And he came to do something about it. He's not going to do He's done something about it. Amen. Now you've got to do something about it. Come out of that tomb. Come out of that mental hospital ward that you're living in, that we're, we live in and beat ourselves down. After Jesus had left the wilderness, verse 14 says, in Mark one. Now after John was put in prison, Jesus came to Galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God, and saying, "The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom is God of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel." The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. We know you've been around here long enough. You know, repent means you're going one way, you're turning around the street. You're turning away from your sins, you're turning towards Jesus. It's that simple. And right there they gave the uh, opening. I wonder what this sermon is going to be about. That's what every one of them is about, these preachers. It's going to be awesome. He's going to be the best preacher ever history and world, but that's what he's getting to. Repent and believe the gospel. The good news of his life, death, burial, resurrection, the sure fact he's coming again. Believe this, but we want to play these games. I'm going to go around. I'm not going to go to, uh, to the source. I'm going to go down there. I'll ask this one, this cult, this guy, this person, this spiritual. They, they kind of do the, the same habits that I like to do, so I'll go to them. So I'll feel good about myself. We can feel very good about ourselves and be going to hell. And Jesus said to them, follow me and I will make you become fishers of men. Repent and believe the gospel. Then later on, Jesus gives His first command. You know, the book of Luke and other the Gospels were so awesome. Okay, how can you contain it? We can't, you know, you understand, this is all about God and Jesus, but it can't contain all of us and we can talk about this forever. I we could preach from Mark 1 forever, it would be fresh. It would be new. But the book of Luke, Luke the physician, he's, you know, more educated and people really into the details of Jewish people. He said, he came as one having what? Authority. We hate that. We hate that word. Are you talking about the police? No. Nope. you talking about the government? Nope. Oh, we hear how horrible men are sometimes in the media news. Nope. We're talking about a protection, a love, an authority that's done everything. Everything. Broke open the vaults of heaven to ransom you from your sins, to be a substitute for your sins, to care for you. King Jesus later gives His first command after verse 15. We go to 16. And as He walked by the Sea of Galilee, He saw Simon and Andrew, His brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. Then Jesus said to them, Follow Me, I will make you become fishers of men. Follow Me. We got that down in two words. Well, I don't have... Follow me, Jesus said. One of the, uh, you know, sometimes people speak a word into you and it you know, heart. Oh my goodness, I wasn't looking for it there, but the Holy Spirit said it. I was at a uh, banquet, happened to be the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, and this man named Dave Matt Hallinger, who's well known because he was at Florida State with Deion Sanders and all that, strength and conditioning, played pro football. Later he was at UGA. But the main thing you is you're getting the dynamic gospel witness. A big old guy, he played tackle in the NFL. A big old guy, and he told the truth. You when you tell the truth, it's a little different. Somebody's story. I don't know. Have you ever had that? You're quivering as a young child. Nobody understands. Nobody understands this. I remember touching. Episode. My son, he's about eight years old, and you're a boy. He spoke his word. Said, it uh, is eight year old son after they'd been to church. And he said to the big man, he was nervous, he's shaking. You know, you, we have our kids, why are they shook? Why, why are they shook? You know, you know, you know, they're shook. Something's quivering inside their bed. Dad, dad, I, I don't understand. trying to follow Jesus. I don't, I don't understand that. Everybody say, follow Jesus. So he said. He, he quoted the Apostle Paul in the New Testament. He said this as much. as why we have a great spiritual father we follow. And we need to be that man, anybody's life, even if it's our child. He said, son, he just break The son was losing. He said, you follow me, I'll follow Jesus. That's the way it's supposed to work out. Authority given to Adam. He didn't follow the Lord's will. Broke mark He gave us other, he gave us prophets, he gave us apostles. It, later on, prophets, apostles, miracles, prophecies. He gave us a Self. God the Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Follow me. Follow me. What's it going to be about? Repent and believe the gospel. Sum it up in two words. Follow me. and so then you can join in the work, be fishers of men and women. Follow me. Let's pray. Right. Father God, in this day. The world and everywhere, where we and we don't understand the supernatural is real. Your Holy Spirit dwells in the hearts of believers. We listen to strange voices instead of that comforting strength of a father. Our Father God's message through the Holy Spirit follow me, your son. Send a simple message. Repent. Turn from your ways. Believe in the gospel. Receive that loving authority, care, and love. Be born again and renewed and nurtured in the family. Follow me. Thank you for this time, Lord. Thank you for your message. Help us to receive it and obey. In Jesus' saving name we pray, amen. Amen.